Welcome into Onto Waveland, the Athletics Chicago Cubs podcast. I'm Sahadev Sharma. With me, as always, is Patrick Mooney. Patrick, we have baseball. We have baseball at Wrigley Field. It's not an ideal situation, but we're able to observe the Cubs working out, the Cubs having scrimmages, uh, going through all the protocols, however crazy they may be. Uh, it's it, it it turns out it, it's not as easy as anyone uh, uh, hoped and uh, pretty much how everyone expected, right? Yeah, there's been this kind of tension between um, the Cubs' messaging of taking this extremely seriously and uh, the fact that as of uh, Monday afternoon, they had not had a player test positive during this intake process you see you know staffers uh wearing masks uh everyone uh has been kind of harping on this idea of personal accountability and you can see the social distancing during those scrimmages but um you know already we've seen signs of how difficult this is actually going to be and chris bryant became uh, one of several high profile players to kind of speak out on you know what the glitches uh, that that they're already seeing in this system, and while the Cubs haven't canceled a workout yet, you saw teams kind of across the league uh, make those decisions uh, from the Nationals, the Cardinals, Astros. Uh, I can't remember if the Angels got that workout in yesterday. The A is still waiting uh, as of you know Monday morning to get uh, their first full workout. Uh, in because of delays you know who knew the 4th of July happened on July 4th Uh, unforeseen delays and look I mean this is uh, just a massive undertaking I mean the you know this is a sports league they're not uh, the the federal government or like a public health um, you know think tank but uh, I think you know Chris Bryant was right like this is kind of what they had agreed to and he didn't want to sound insensitive or tone deaf but if this is going to happen they have to get this right fast otherwise the season uh is at risk yeah and that's the point it's not if if the country's not at a place where this is possible then sports shouldn't be happening right that's i think that's while while the players aren't coming out and saying that and and say nobody's saying cancel the season just yet i think they're sounding alarms and saying this early on, we're already having issues. This needs to be nipped in the bud immediately. Otherwise, how the heck are we going to pull this off? Because it's just not its not realistic to already have severe bumps in the road and not have them addressed aggressively. They need to be fixed immediately. They, they, and it's good to hear that MLB is trying to find a second site right now. All the samples are going out to Utah. I believe Ken, our Ken Rosenthal was reporting that that a second site is being pursued. That makes a lot of sense. I, I'm the I'm I'm the type that uh, goes into situations like this hoping for the best. I'm, I'm optimistic and let's uh, let's take a wait and see approach. And the fact that it's already we're we're not even a full week into this, and we're already hearing complaints across the league about how the setup and how it's not going as as they were promised is really frustrating to hear and makes it really hard for someone like me to stay optimistic. Cause the reality is I think, you know, most of us can say that, Hey, if they pull this off, if they have, if they, if they can have a full season, I'll be 
pleasantly surprised, I think is a nice way to put it. I, I don't I don't realistically think it's going to happen, but I'm hoping and I'm trying to stay on the positive side of this and say, okay, things need to be corrected if if they're going to do this. Because right now it, it's it's just hard to listen to people uh uh, you know, immediately come out and say, this is not what we agreed to. I mean, and Chris Bryant isn't, isn't the type that complains a lot. He's, he's going to sound alarms when there are issues, whether it's service time stuff or whether it's the safety and health issues that we now face as a country. And, and we talked to Ross about it too. And Ross is trying to remain patient. That's the kind of the message he was pushing when we talked to him about it on, on Monday but but you could tell i mean we have these zoom conversations you can see him and he wasn't thrilled and when we asked are you upset about this yes he was upset when he talked to major league baseball i'm pretty sure he shared that we saw david force communication with the a's and he was furious matt chapman was furious i'm sure there are people across the league that are not very happy about this right now and and it has to be fixed so it not just not just for the safety, like the, the physical safety and, and making sure it doesn't spread, but you need to assuage the, the mental issues. There's a mental hurdle of going out in that field. You want to feel safe. And like Chris Bryant said, right now he doesn't feel safe. That doesn't mean he's giving up. That doesn't mean cancel the whole thing. It means things need to change for, for people to, to expect this to be pulled off. It's pretty amazing David Ross as a rookie manager uh, just – telling MLB you need to clean some stuff up and then telling that to the like the 40 people on a, a Zoom conference in one of the biggest media markets uh in kind of the, the baseball industry knowing uh those comments would be heard far and wide uh loud and clear and yeah I think and Sean Doolittle uh of the Nationals who's always been kind of ahead of this curve he certainly uh raised uh awareness and kind of echoed what what we've written in terms of like looking at the kind of national profile from when spring training shut down uh, on March 12th. Um, We're not in like a better place. Like this first wave is not kind of going away. And I think that's part of the frustration too of there has been a ton of resources uh, and efforts poured into that 101-page operations manual. Uh, I could see from a player's perspective feeling safe once you're there. I mean, Ross has described the, you know, the app that you have to check into each morning. Uh, the uh, league-issued thermometer take your temperature twice. Uh, answer a series of questions. You get this notification. You can come to the park where you're then screened again with uh, your temperature taken two more times and you know, players have, I mean, have access to these great, um, medical personnel, um, Wrigley field. We can't see most of it now, but they've done a lot of things to try to <clears throat> promote social distancing, be outside as much as possible. You see like the concourse is kind of where they set up their food stations, um, using both, the home and visiting clubhouses. I mean, that all makes sense. It's just that, you know, they can't create a bubble, you know, as much as they want to make it the safe space. That's just 
not going to happen. And as Chris pointed out, this is supposed to be the easy part. Like what's going to happen when they start getting on planes and staying in hotels and ordering room service and, oh, wait, there's 29 other teams doing that. And, you know, a state or a city that may look relatively safe now um, could look totally different by the time they get into the season. That's what we've seen, um, you know, comparing Arizona to when we were there in March to where it is now. Yeah, that's the thing. Things are changing rapidly, and and we don't know what things will look like two and a half weeks from now when when the season is scheduled to open. Uh, I mean, we have a schedule. We we know the Cubs are opening the season at home with Milwaukee right now. Chicago looks good. It it looks like the situation is fine here, but we've seen how quickly it can change, and and you just don't want to assume that everything stays fine, and, and you don't want to. You don't want to see screw ups this early, but it, the fact that it's happening is uh, maybe it was unavoidable. Maybe maybe it's better to happen early in a sense. Uh, maybe you could make that argument and get it out of the way and make things even stricter and make things uh, figure out the issues. And, and, and Ross kind of did say that there's going to be bumps along the way and we have to be patient. This is all new to us. We have to figure out how it works and, and make sure, it, you know, uh, You'd never done this before, so how do you know if it's going to run smoothly or not? And now that you're going through it, you can figure out, you can kind of troubleshoot and address the issues. I hope it's as simple as that. Uh, (laughs) The reality is there's going to be a lot more issues that pop up. That's just how these things work. It's almost impossible for this to go smoothly throughout. It's just what I wonder, what I start to wonder now is, is when, what are the alarm bells? What are the signals to Major League Baseball that this isn't working well enough. I don't think we really have that. We we haven't had that addressed in uh, for for me at least. I don't know exactly what they see as this is too much to overcome or this is uh, we can't pull this off right now. Uh, I think part of the reason is it, maybe that's kind of moving. Maybe that they adjust their their thought process on that. They don't want to say this is what we'll stop everything at and put that out publicly because if they reach that and they're like you know what we're just going to try and push through people are going to be furious right people are already furious i feel like there are a lot of there's a maybe it's just a vocal minority on social media but the people are really upset about the way things are are being run right now and when you see uh the reactions across the league uh people that were already skeptical coming in uh, are only going to be louder now why are we doing this uh what doolittle said uh sports are the you know the benefit of a functioning society right and right now the society isn't fully functioning not in the u.s when you look at the cases when you look at us compared to the rest of the world uh we're not looking very good we're, we're kind of an embarrassment compared to you look at Europe and and how they've brought sports back you look at South Korea and that bringing sports back we're not doing that we're, we're we're not pulling it off right now but we're attempting to bring sports back anyway uh we can you know there's perhaps there's a bigger moral dilemma there than than we've really uh dove into but but it's clear that uh it's clear that this isn't going to go smoothly and I expect more us to hear more. I just hope it doesn't get to an extreme point uh, where half a team is, you know, there, there's an outbreak and half a team is struggling to, to, you know, contain it. Uh, 
when you hear stuff like Freddie Freeman is pretty sick, a guy that, according to his wife, very rarely, if ever, gets sick, and 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 this you know coronavirus, I believe she said, has hit him like a ton of bricks. To the point that Nick Markakis talks to him, listens to him, and hears what he's going through and says, I'm opting out. Like, this is a guy who has how many more years left, Markakis, in his career? A few at most. A guy that you look at his career and say, he puts in a couple more all-star level seasons, and you're talking about, you know, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm just saying, like, he has the type of career that you'd say borderline hall of famer if he puts in a couple more all-star years i mean he's well aware of that he you know three or four more years and he's at three thousand hits i believe i'm trying to remember off the top of my head but i'm pretty sure he's still chasing a ring all these things are huge deals for players they've just become secondary now they, they they're trying to think of their families they're putting their families and their health you know, at the forefront and, and when, when it can't be guaranteed, of course it can't be guaranteed overall, but when it, when major league baseball, isn't doing enough to really minimize those risks, I I understand why these people are opting out. There's so many of them. Felix Hernandez is another one chasing a ring and it's just, you know, he's opting out. David Price, uh, he has that ring, but again, like they, him and Mookie Betts talked about how they want to bring a ring to LA together Price has to opt out because he's thinking of his family. He's thinking of their health and, and their safety. And it all makes sense to me. I understand why these guys do it. It's just unfortunate that we've reached this point where we just can't have a normal, any sense of normalcy. And as much as we strive to get there, it's just not looking like it's uh, like it's easily attainable. Yeah, I mean, all, pretty much all those players you've mentioned are – extremely wealthy and have the kind of privilege of being able to opt out. And I think that's, um, these are most glaring examples that kind of mirror what's going on, uh, in American society right now. I think Ross is also right that this is literally a day-to-day process that on the 4th of July, um, that Saturday night, you know, Ross kind of had almost, I think the entire field to himself, maybe there was a couple groundskeepers or, people milling around but he took a photo with his phone of the uh center field scoreboard and and the american flag just as a keepsake it was kind of great moment for him to kind of you know realize you know how far he's come where he's at now uh the cubs like we're saying um have been fortunate enough to not have players test positive uh they keep saying how everyone's you know bought in they are a close team in general that have been through uh a lot of experiences so i think there are moments when you look out across the field and you darvish or kyle hendricks is on the mound you think hey you know this could happen but that's you know a three inning intra-squad scrimmage and you think about the 29 other teams and just how this is going to take a, a lot of trust between the players and management and the owners. And that is uh, sadly at a really low point right now. And, you know, Chris Bryant alluded to that, you know, absolutely. He felt like there was such a focus on the economic aspects of the return to play deal that maybe some of these health and safety protocols were rushed, but also, I think no matter what they would have felt rushed because, you know, this is like a once in a lifetime thing and major league baseball is not like the CDC and they're trying to kind of get up to speed on this stuff. And 
I think it will. While Chris said he's not thinking about opting out, I, I certainly will expect more players to kind of weigh the risks and reward here and then say, you know what, maybe I'm good. I'm going to stay home with my family. And, you know, we're already kind of looking at, is this a legitimate kind of enterprise? Um, is it, as you're saying, Sahadev, like kind of uh, a moral dilemma? Um, and I feel like people are going to be kind of making those choices uh, every day. Yeah, I, I wish it, it was as simple as, baseball is back and let's you know break down uh you darvish's 12th pitch that he made up over the over the shutdown it I, I can't tell you how much i'd prefer to be talking about that how much i'd rather not have to you know set up every piece that we write about even if we try and talk about baseball you still have to explain that this is still like secondary right you can't just have i, I can't set up a piece about chris bryant talking about but you know thinking about stability and, and hoping that he stays a cub forever without explaining that even he says that's of secondary nature in his mind. He he's not, it's not like he's saying out here demanding, I need an extension and give me all this money. He's saying this looks awful for, uh, he's like, I don't really want to talk about money right now because there are people who are struggling with their health. There are people dying and that's much more important than me, you know, being a cub for life. It, it, he understands that. I think we all understand that. And, and that's, that's part of what makes this a struggle is that, being at the ballpark is is really nice, in my opinion. I enjoy being at the ballpark and seeing uh, players work out, hearing the crack of the bat, seeing Javi have fun out there, swinging out of his shoes, hitting from the left side during BP. Uh, Brian, you can see it almost like it, when they're there playing, it, it is like a release and escape for them. And for me, just sitting in the press box, yes, we're masked up. The press box looks very different. There's plastic... Uh, you know, barriers between us. Uh, it's not nearly as packed. We, we don't, you know, uh, we're not chatting it up or exploring the ballpark like we normally would during a, if, if this were a normal time. Uh, it's a very different feeling, but it's also it's a nice escape at times to be back to writing baseball. But the reality is it's it's not it's it's a temporary escape, right? It's it's not something where we're breaking down the schedule and, and saying, well, the Cubs, you know, they get, uh, you know, a bunch of home games against the Brewers and Cardinals. This sets up for a nice division, uh, you know, a, a chance to win the division. Yeah, we'll, we'll, hopefully we'll get to that. Hopefully <laughs> later this week even we'll, we'll talk more baseball. But it's just this initial wave has been really difficult to to allow any of us to focus just on baseball because the reality is it's just not it's, it's not as simple as that. I, I, I don't know when we'll get back to baseball, uh, strictly baseball, if at all this year, if that's possible. But uh, but right now, the way things went this first weekend, let's hope it was the holiday weekend. Let's hope it was first week, uh, you know, trying to figure things out. Let's hope that going forward, uh, when we talk to you know David Ross at the end of this week, he's going to tell us that they made a concerted effort and, and things have changed drastically and we're getting tested every other day. The players feel a lot more comfortable and, and we're not we're not talking about issue after issue popping up and, and team across teams across the league continuing to voice their concerns while major stars like Mike Trout talk about I'm still not sure what I'm doing and and whether I'm pulling out or not 
Yeah, no, I mean, you're exactly right. And I think even <clears throat> like you're talking about these baseball decisions, I thought it was interesting, you know, pitching coach Tommy Hadovy, who went through his own bout with COVID-19 saying like, we're trying to prepare like seven opening day starters that there's just no point in trying to line things up a certain way that they just need to have as many guys stretched out as possible because they have no idea if like an outbreak is going to decimate their roster or if, you know, a three week training camp after an almost four month layoff uh, is going to be, you know, just debilitating to, you know, pitchers, bodies so I feel like even even if you kind of smooth out uh, some of these testing issues like something else is going to pop up it's just like a total kind of whack-a-mole situation and that's why uh, you know David Ross has such a difficult job this year of being kind of the public zoom face uh, of of the Cubs and having to uh, address, you know, a lot of issues that really have nothing to do with baseball. Yeah. Well, I was hoping we'd, we'd, by this point, we would be more positive about things and we could, you know, baseball's back and we could focus on that. And obviously that's not the case. Let's, let's hope that more that as we continue on things, uh, get more positive on, uh, at onto Waveland and, and baseball in general. But right now it's just hard to ignore the elephant in the room that, uh, this is, this was always going to be a difficult task to pull off, and the early signs are are not all that promising. So let's it can always change. Let's hope it changes quickly. And by the time we're talking to everyone on on Friday, you know we we have much better <laughs> we're in much better mood about things and expecting baseball to hey maybe maybe we'll be thrilled and and breaking down another amazing scrimmage and 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 just talking baseball let's hope for that uh and soon uh i'm sahadev sharma that's patrick mooney uh this is onto waveland the athletics cubs podcast thanks so much for listening uh please download rate and review our podcast on itunes or whatever uh whatever you use to listen to podcasts appreciate you all thank you take care